The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. This evening I thought we could um, dive a little bit deeper into the Bible and try to understand Pentecost from not just the experience of the Christians in the uh, upper room, but what Pentecost has meant throughout the Old Testament. And when we look at the Old Testament and the New Testament, it also tells us something about us today. What should Pentecost look like in our hearts? See, Pentecost was happening before uh, Jesus and his apostles. Uh, before that time, for many centuries, the Jewish people had Pentecost. And it was a day of remembering a few different events from their history. It begins, however, with understanding Passover, what we celebrate over our Easter Triduum, that in Egypt, the Israelites were saved the Spirit of the Lord passed over their homes and gave them no harm. They were able to escape slavery through the Red Sea and enter the Promised Land. Forty days, sorry, 50 days after Passover, and that's where the word Pentecost comes from, 50 days later, the Jewish people are at the, at the foot of Mount Sinai. And when you think of Mount Sinai, we all probably imagine, right, Moses and him going up and the Ten Commandments. And that's a big event that happened there. And that was 50 days after Passover. So God had led the chosen people to the base of Mount Sinai, but they really weren't the chosen people yet. They were in preparation for something more. When they got there, God told them to spend a time of purification, getting ready for something that was to come. And then God called Moses up the mountain. And if you go back in the Old Testament, you'll, you'll hear that there was loud thunder and lightning all across the Mount Sinai. And that word thunder in the Old Testament is also the same word as voice. So when it says the thunder was over Mount Sinai. You could also say the voice of God was over Mount Sinai. Moses goes up and it says that God descended in fire on the mountaintop. Now, when the Israelites were at the base of the mountain and they were too afraid to go up themselves, it was just Moses alone. But he went up and when fire came down, they basically assumed that something had happened to Moses and he wasn't coming back. And that's where they fell into the sin of 
uh, idolatry with the golden calf. And so Moses, when he comes down and he sees the golden calf and he has the Ten Commandments, right, there's that moment when he breaks the Ten Commandments and he's very upset because the chosen people had just broken covenant with God who had saved them. And on that day, 3,000 of the men who had been a part of that uh, idolatry, uh, well, their lives ended there. Let's just kind of say it nicely that way. 3,000 were lost, but God had given them the Ten Commandments. God had given them the law written on those stone tablets. Now, as the centuries progressed, the Jewish people began to also celebrate a harvest festival included with Pentecost. And so it was a mixture of a lot of different themes. And that's why we know that uh, after Jesus rose from the dead and after his ascension 40 days later, it was normal that all of the disciples would be gathered into Jerusalem because every adult man had to be in Jerusalem for the feast. So that kind of sets up Pentecost for us Christians. And if you just think about it a little bit, it's, it's easy to see the parallels. The Holy Spirit descends in fire, not on Mount Sinai, but the upper room there in Jerusalem is on Mount Zion. So they're on a mountain. There was a great wind that blew through the room and the people outside heard all the voices of the apostles it wasn't just God's voice, it was now the voice of God speaking through the apostles. It wasn't just one man, Moses, but it was all of those disciples that God came to. After the Holy Spirit descended upon them, we know that they left the upper room and how many people were added to the number? It was 3,000. Instead of 3,000 being lost, 3,000 are added. And those disciples are the beginning of a new Israel, a new chosen people. That is the beginning of our church. And so in many places, you'll hear that Pentecost, we celebrate it as the birthday of the church. And when the Holy Spirit comes upon those disciples, they're sent out on that beautiful mission to share that good news with the whole world. Now, it didn't just end there, though, because God is inviting every one of us in this room to have a new Pentecost in our hearts. The experience of the action of God in the Old Testament continued in the new, and it is also ongoing today in the sacraments of our faith. What did the apostles do? They went out to baptize and the 3,000 were added to their number so that they could go into the breaking of the bread, which is the first name of our Catholic Mass. And so my invitation tonight for each one of us, perhaps you're wondering to yourself, well, I don't really feel like God has ever descended upon my heart. I don't really know this Holy Spirit person. I don't really feel like there's anything different in my life. I invite you to give God a chance again. We're going to be singing a beautiful hymn, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here in our offertory. Make that your prayer. Make that a personal hymn that you sing 
welcome our Lord into your life and ask him for the grace of a change of heart. A Christian is such a beautiful person in the world. A true Christian is someone with a heart like Christ that stops being selfish, stops being egoistical, stops thinking only about themselves and starts to be like our Lord, giving themselves for others so that the world can be a better place. Hopefully that will be each one of us this evening. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.